Well, for just a few moments, if you will, look with me to the book of Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. And um, I'm going to begin reading in verse number 1. Luke chapter 5. The fearful thing of pastoring as long as I have is it is inevitable that there are going to be verses that you're going to go back to more than one time in your ministry. And I would have to admit tonight I have, I have gone to this passage on several occasions, but I feel drawn again to it tonight. I feel like God wants to say something in a very short time. I hope that you'll open your heart. Let's read beginning with verse number 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of the Lord, or hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which he, which was Simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Everybody say now. Now. When he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, it is not in the King James Version, but it is implied in the language of the Greek text. He uses that word again. Now. Launch out into the deep. And let down your nets for a drought. Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. And when Simon saw it, he fell at Jesus' feet, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the drop of the fishes which they had taken so was also James and John, the son of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. Jesus said unto Simon, or unto, unto Simon, fear not, henceforth, from henceforth, thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all. And followed him. 
I, for a lack of a, a, a better title tonight, we're going to call it simply, Don't Put Up Your Nets Quite Yet. <laughs> amen. Everybody said amen. God bless you. You may be seated. The Bible is an awesome book, as many of you have discovered. And if you have not discovered that, then you need to get into it because you will quickly discern that it is truly an incredible and awesome book. If I didn't believe that tonight, I think I would start right now believing it because Every time I open its pages, I find life and I find hope and I find a fresh anointing. It is a lifetime uh, of living that helps you appreciate just how powerful the Word of God really is. But the longer you live and the more you fellowship, that word, the more you realize how utterly amazing it is. Though it was written hundreds and hundreds of years ago, it is so relevant to where and when I live in this moment. And so it becomes a lifeline to us. Many ways it saves us from spiritual drowning and failure and all of the other mistakes that we make in life and it becomes a confidence builder and an encourager as we move through our journey in life. For those who have been beaten down by the many changes of life, it becomes the hand that lifts you up and puts you again on your feet. What I find in the Word is that there is nothing that is insignificant. Every word is God-ordered and God-ordained, and I receive it so because holy men, as they were moved of God, wrote these things for our consideration. And what is truly amazing about the Word of God is not that it is just His Word, but what is more amazing to me is that it is His Word to me. Amen. Somebody say, it's to me. It's for me. Every time I read it, it seems like my name should be emblazoned there in the text. Because I find that it speaks to me and it encourages me. Some people say that the word or the Bible is nothing more than a fluke. But if it's a fluke, then tell me how could it be ordained and ordered as it is? They tell me and, and I, I am certain that it is true that the middle of the Bible can be found in the book of Psalms. One Psalms 117 is the shortest psalm in the Bible, shortest chapter in the Bible, 
And Psalms 119 is the longest chapter in the Bible. And sandwiched between the longest and the shortest is the 118th Psalm, which is the exact middle of the Bible. And if you take the 500 and some odd chapters that are before and you add it to the 500 and some odd chapters that are at the end, the number is 1,188. And if you were to open your Bible and go to Psalms 118 and 8, this is what you would read. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. What I'm trying to tell you tonight is that this word is not an outdated old-fashioned book, but it is a relevant word for my day, for my life, and for right now. Amen. There are principles in this word that are better than the best psychology, and they're better than the greatest human knowledge, and they do more for me than all the counselors of the world could do, because it is His Word, and it is a living Word. Our scripture text tonight is a passage that has oftentimes fascinated me in my study, and I have been drawn back to it time and time again because of the powerful messages that it conveys to me. But the message that I feel so strongly that God impressed upon my heart to give to you tonight is a simple truth that God is not satisfied with my failure. And He is not going to leave me in my failure. Now the scripture said that Jesus was teaching And if you listen to the reasoning of the scripture, it seems that he is just talking. And as he is talking and walking along uh, the, the path, he eventually wound up down by the Sea of Galilee. And it seems that it is coincidence that he would wind up where he wound up. But this is one thing that I've learned about God. There are no coincidences with God. God does not move accidentally. He does not bless accidentally. He does not speak accidentally. When God moves, when He speaks, when He works, He works with a divine purpose and plan in mind. And though it seemed coincidental, it was not a coincidence. His walking had brought Him to a divine rendezvous with some men that had that had been out all night and they hadn't done very well in their endeavors. And what captured my attention when I began to read this passage of Scripture a while back is how, how Luke records it. And he saw two boats standing by the lake and the fishermen were out washing their nets. Now, that indicates to me that they were through for the day, that they had done all that they could do. They, they'd done all they felt like was possible. And they were, in fact, 
making preparations for the future. They were making plans for tomorrow. But God was not through with today. And that is my message tonight to you. There are many of you sitting here in this place that feel like perhaps tomorrow will be a better day. And maybe the future will come brighter than what you've experienced in the past. But I've come to tell you that God is more interested in today than he is in what I might do tomorrow. God said, I still want to move now. Amen. God wants to move now. They were preparing for the next day, but he was still interested in today. How many of us in our own way have shelved some things and we put things on hold simply because we tried and failed or we made an attempt and it didn't go very well. And so we hang that net up on the wall. We're not getting rid of it. And we're not saying that we're finished. We're just saying we don't know if there's anything more we can do today. And God sent me to tell somebody here tonight that you better get your net back down because God is not through working in your present situation. And God is not through doing what he has come to do in your life. And that is do a transformation. Amen. And so he speaks for a while and and then he turns to Simon. And I love how the emphasis in the Greek is so, it, it's now. Now, Simon. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not at some other service, but now. Now it's time for you to launch out into the deep and let's go, let's go catch some fish. And Simon did what most of us would do. Explain why we're not doing that. Well, I would be involved, but, but you know what? I got my hand slapped. I tried, but it didn't go too well. And so many times we hang up our nets of service and we, we wait for another day. Maybe there'll be a better opportunity. And God sent me tonight to tell somebody, you better get your net back down. Because God is about to do something for you and in your life and in your family that's going to be greater than you can even imagine. He's going to do more for you. He's going to give you more than you can even prepare yourself to receive. God wants to break a drought for somebody. Amen. I said God wants to break a drought for somebody. Amen. You've hung it up and you've made, you've made plans for tomorrow. God said, I'm not through with today. Amen. I need to impress that down in your spirit tonight. That God is more interested in what he can do in your life today than what you think he might could do in your life tomorrow. 
that God is wanting to prove to you that you're not a failure and it's not over and it's not time to sit back and relax and wait for another day. But he said, get the net back down. We're not through for the day. It may not seem like the right time, but listen, God is the master of knowing the perfect time and he knows the perfect place. Amen. God said today, everybody say today. Today, Today, right now in this present moment, God wants to help you today. He wants to touch me today. He wants to strengthen me today. He wants to transform my situation now. Amen. Some of you need to accept that tonight. Amen. You need to accept that, that God wants to transform your situation now. Amen. But in order for him to do it now, you got to let him in. You, you've got to let him in. You've got to allow him in to your situation. And when Peter allowed him in to his situation, God invaded his space. He took and transformed a situation. God spoke to me this afternoon and he said, it will be your response to my invitation that will determine the outcome of what I can do in your life. It will be whether you accept the word and you embrace that word today. I'm not waiting for a better day. I'm not going to sit back and wait for them to call me. I'm going to get my net back out because God is moving right now. And something is happening right now. And I'm going to put my net back in. You know, sometimes when you get hurt... It's not hard to become reactive. You know, if you get your hand smacked or slammed in the door once, it doesn't, you don't have to have that happen more than once before when that door starts to move, you, 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 you get them clear. When we were kids, we, our old automobile had Big old doors on the side of it and the way those doors were made, they closed on top of one another almost. And I can remember my mother getting out of the car and she had put her hand on that post between the front and the back seat and we didn't know that. And I slammed the door and I mean just I crushed her fingers, broke them in several places. I want to tell you something. The next time my mother got out of the car, <laughs> she was very careful about reaching out for that post. And that's the way it is. When we, you know, there's this the hurt in life is, is tough, but when it's around a church, it's even tougher. And there's some of you that are in this building tonight that have been hurt in church. And you've got a lot of, of potential. And you've got a lot 
that God could do in your life. But because of failure, because of your attempts that were misunderstood, and because of your trying, but nobody appreciated your trying, you've decided just to hang it up for right now. And God said, you need to tell them they need to get it back off the wall, get it off the hook, get it back in their hand, because there's a harvest that's out here that I want them to participate in. I want them to be involved in what I'm about to do. I want them to experience the miraculous that I am about to pour out in this place. Amen. But for God to transform my situation, I have to let him into it. I have to believe him. I have to accept his word that challenges me to do what my feelings tell me no, don't do. But I have to believe him more than I believe my feelings. Because my feelings will keep me trapped. My feelings will keep me thinking that all preachers are alike and all churches are alike and, 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 and they all come out of the same mold. They're all the same kind of people. And the reality is God brings me into a new opportunity and he puts me into a new situation and I have all of the equipment to be effective and to be useful, but it's hung up on the wall because of something that happened in the past. And God said, you need to go tell somebody it's time for them to get their net off the wall because there's a harvest. You can't even imagine what I've got prepared Peter could not even fathom what he was about to do. That's why when God, when, when Jesus said, put your nets down, all he took back with him was one net because he could not comprehend the bounty that God was about to pour out in his life. But more than that, it was what God was about to do in his life. All of that was just to set the stage for what God was really after. To call him into a ministry. And to make him a fisher of men. And I feel like God's been talking to me about some of you that have been on one level of spiritual living. And God said, I, I want to, I'm ready to transition them to a more effective and more prominent role in my kingdom. But in order for me to do that, they're going to have to trust me and they're going to have to get their net off the wall, get it off the hook, get it back in their hand and get ready to go back out in the boat because only that is going to allow the door of opportunity to open so I can take them to that next level of usefulness, so I can take them to a new level of transformation in their life. If they're willing to go with me, there is no limit to what I can do in their lives. Come on, stand to your feet right now. Hallelujah. Amen. I told you I wasn't going to preach long. Some of you didn't believe me tonight. But I don't think it takes a long time for God to get his message through. Don't hang your nets up quite yet. Amen. God's calling some of you to get your tools out. Amen. I know you've been hurt 
I know you've got some feelings that are still raw, but you're going to have to trust God enough to believe that he's brought you into a situation where you can be transformed. Amen. And you can be put back in a place of greater usefulness, not just fishing for fish, but fishing for men. Anybody here interested in that kind of life? Anybody interested in that kind of usefulness? Now, I know I'm not preaching to everybody here tonight, but I am preaching to some folks. God loves you a lot to send a word. He loves me a lot to send words to me to encourage me. But God's word tonight is it's time for you to get your net back out. Because there's a harvest. There's blessings. There's a bountiful supply that I have provided. Amen. But you're going to have to let him in. And however you respond, however you respond, will determine how far God can go and what all God can do. Amen. I don't know about you, but I, 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 I feel like I'm desperate tonight to make sure everything's off the wall. I, I want, I, I don't want anything hung up. I don't want anything waiting on a tomorrow. God said, I'm still working in today. Amen. And I want to work in your today. Amen. I want to work in your right now. Your present situation. Whatever it is in your life that you need to get hold of and surrender it back to God. You need to do that tonight. Whatever it is that you have taken and put on the shelf. Maybe a a gift or maybe a ministry that God's involved you with or you've been involved in or, or some kind of usefulness that that you've been a part of in the kingdom, but because of things that happen and failures and all the other stuff that goes with it. You put it up on the shelf, waiting for another day. This is the day. This is the time. Amen. God said, I want you to tell them to get their eyes off of the future. I'm still working in the present. And if they want a supernatural, if they want a supernatural, abundant and and, and beyond amazing blessing. Amen. They're going to have to Let me get back involved in every detail of their life. Amen. Amen. I want all of us to come right now. Everybody in the building. I don't want to single anybody out, but I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Mm. Hallelujah. In order for God to do what He has planned, He had to have a Simon. He had to have an Andrew. He had to have a John. I want to be 
And the way he transitioned from where they were to where they needed to be was to remind them of today. 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 Somebody say today. Say it like this. God wants to use me today. Come on, say that. God wants to use me today. Say it again. God wants to use me today. God wants to involve me today. God wants to engage me today. Amen. Get it off the shelf. The gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. The reason some of you are frustrated right now is because... There's a gift that God gave you that's not being properly used. It's not being adequately accessed. Oh, it's there. You you, you know it's there. You, you even wash it. You, you keep it clean. Thinking that, now, tomorrow we'll try this. We'll try it another day. The Lord steps in. He said, No, we need to do it today. We need to do it now. Now is the accepted time. I don't know we're going to have a tomorrow. I don't know if we can even wait till that building's built. We got to do it now. We, we got to, we got to do it now. We've got to give him everything now. Because if we will, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to open a door. I'm going to provide an abundance that you cannot even fathom. I will pour out blessings upon you that you cannot contain. Amen. Come on. Reach into your spirit right now and get hold of those those things that you've hidden away. And, and let's pull them out and present them to him again and say, Lord, here I am. However you want to use me. Whatever you want to do, God, however you want to work, whatever you want to do, God, here I am. I'm available. I'm yours, God. I'm in your hands tonight. In the name of Jesus. 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 Oh,